Ladies and gentlemen, this is our main event. Welcome to the Throwing Jabs Podcast with Jace Garcia and Jared Jones. Hello and welcome to episode 16 of Throwing Jabs Boxing Podcast. I'm Jace Garcia, joined like always by Jared Jones. This podcast is presented by Clovercrest Media. Um, if you're interested in making a podcast of your own, come join the Clovercrest family. Visit clovercrestmedia.com for uh, more options and more explanations. You can also find the podcast there at clovercrestmedia.com. But let's get down to business. Let us talk about the biggest fight this weekend. Canelo Alvarez goes up to the light heavyweight division, takes on the champ, Sergey Kovalev, and he knocks him out in the 11th round. Jared, what did you think? Excellent fight. You know, I said ahead of time, don't pay too much attention to the fact that he's coming up in weight because Canelo cuts a lot of weight. And he was the predator in this fight. He was the boss in the ring, um, walking the other man down. And this is the toughest light heavyweight. Like, for my generation, there were better fighters. There were better boxers. But Kovalev, man, five, ten years ago, this was this was the better be of, you know? This was yeah. the, the boogeyman that nobody wanted to fight. The monster that was just crushing everybody. To see him even fighting off his back foot and using straighter punches and using footwork and stuff the way that he was. Outrageous that Canelo looked so strong. He was so strong. He did, and uh, I mean... Got out box from time to time, but yes, he was, but he looks strong. Uh, Kovalev did use his jab, like I mean, any anyone should when you, you that height advantage is there. But uh, he was he was just peppering him with the jab, or not even really peppering, just touching him with the jab. And uh, but Canelo, it was a Canelo started getting the timing, getting the pacing. Uh, countering with hooks and going to the body like we talked about. Yeah. Like, I mean, Kovalev is getting up there in years. So There were some counter punches to the body yes. that would just, I mean, a yeah. regular person would be in a hospital for a month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I mean, Kovalev, the broadcast team was talking about it. Kovalev is getting up there in years. He's getting older. So uh, the the whole plan seemed like Canelo was gonna wear him out and wait till the later rounds. And one way to make sure that happens is investing in the body. Yeah. Like, uh, and, and it worked. It paid off. And boy, that knockout! It, it came out of nowhere. It was vicious. And boy, that good was just punch, crazy. good combination of punches. And yeah, strong. You're right. Stalked him the whole fight. It reminded me a little bit of Foreman and Moore. You know, where Michael Moore was using the jab, working his way around the wing, using his footwork, outboxing him for the most part. I had Kovalev ahead. Yeah. Some of the uh, Dave Moretti scored both of the first two rounds for Canelo. I think that's, that's ridiculous. ridiculous. He did yeah. nothing. He did nothing. Yeah, I think the, the broadcast team said it out on the zone. That fight, um, the the beginning, it was Canelo looked like Floyd Mayweather. 
very defensive, sticking to the game plan. You're going to give up the early rounds. Yeah. But eventually. rounds away. Yeah. Yes. Eventually yeah. it paid off and he got the knockout. To walk him end. down and knock him, knock him out. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and as far as uh, the entire broadcast, the fight stood. I was a little bit disgusted at every corner outside of these two great boxers. The, uh, they, they announced Henry Armstrong was the only man to hold three, world, hold three titles simulta- simultaneously until tonight. And now, and introduced him as the only four-time. How do you introduce the guy like as if he won the fight? He would have had to won the fight already for those numbers to be right. Yeah. That whole text yeah. they put up for his introduction was as if he'd already accomplished it was it is it and that's it's shameful yeah yeah uh i agree with that but um let's talk about what's to come the fallout of this fight first off i mean before we get to that shout out to the zone they uh made it abundantly clear that they were gonna wait for the walkout for Canelo and Kovlev until whatever happened with UFC was over. Oh, and you like that? Yes. Oh God, no. Oh, what? No how way. Do you not, no, how do you like that's that? shameful. That's ridiculous. Put it on a different night. Put it on a different time frame. Do us the favor of not having to watch both. But don't make the boxing fans sit there. You, you're UFC and boxing. Yes. And so am I. But, but I'm boxing first and understand that there are, there's a, a huge demographic of boxing fans that aren't watching the UFC and don't care. And yeah. for you to make us wait another 20 minutes. Those fighters, how long did they train and you tell them when they're going to fight and then they're like, oh... Hey, listen, uh, Canelo Alvarez, um, Nate Diaz is still fighting, so you're going to have to just just, just stretch out for another 20 minutes. Come on. (laughs) But, but, I mean, this also goes back to the, I want to say it was either the rematch or the first time Canelo and Triple G fought. The whole card went by quick, and it was like a two-hour wait because they had the walkout time set. Yeah. So yeah. you were sitting there waiting. But that's they that's based on what the fighters are planning on. That's going in. That's going with what yeah. they planned and trained for. And this is what they have for. been planning on. Waiting Cause, cause for e- the UFC. They no, knew that was going to happen. No, that's what they planned out. That's what the zone planned out. Because wow. even before everything, it, it came. You saw it on the little bottom of the year the zone TV. It said that's estimated wild. walkout time. 920 uh, Pacific. Oh, time. yeah, so, yeah. So they were planning on that. And it, uh, my my friend was scrolling through the DAZN Instagram and DAZN replied to people saying, yes, we've taken that into consideration, the UFC fight, and that's why we're walking That's out a away. slippery slope. Because what happens when UFC's on and they all go the distance and we're waiting around for an hour. These guys fought. This, they, the, those two things shouldn't be. You know what's on during the Super Bowl? If you flip to another channel, nothing. Nothing. You don't play across from that. We don't want to compete with any of the other, of the other podcasts. We don't want to put the Keys Brothers over there during the same time You're slot. Right. Because it doesn't make sense. Yeah. So we're either going to plan out to not be in the same time slot. Or 
just go with the show. You know, you've got a bunch of fans there that bought tickets. And, and a good percentage of them don't care what happened in the UFC tonight. You got to go on with your show. You got to run your show. I don't know. I don't like it. And it's a slippery slope, man. You have accidents happen somewhere. The game goes into overtime. And all of a sudden, you're pushing back. Yeah. Just stay stretched out as a fighter. Just stay stretched out for another 20 minutes. Sounds like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, I'm ready to go. I was yeah. ready to go when he said that dumb shit on Twitter. You know, I'd be yeah. damned if I'm not ready to go tonight. And you're telling me we got another 20 minutes because our estimate was off because somebody else has a fight? Who's the somebody else? If you're Canelo Alvarez, who is the somebody else that has a fight that I have to wait? And you're telling me it's not even a boxer? It's Nate Diaz and Jorge Masvidal and I have to wait? Oh, man. I I'm Canelo that. Alvarez in the locker room. I'm pissed. I'm right. pissed. Planned or not, you got to get out of, out of my way and let me fight. Okay. Let's get back to the fight now. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> now, the big question, we, we, we were talking a little bit here before we started rolling. The big question here, where does this put Canelo pound for pound? I feel like uh, I'm a big Canelo fan. I feel like it was... Bud Crawford and uh, Lomachenko really vying for the top spot. Yeah. And Canelo was just the third. Three or four. There, there yeah. was a little distance there. Yeah. This puts him in the talks for me. I oh, mean, yeah. Going up this this many weight classes, doing this to Kovalev, someone who's been dominant at this weight class. I agree with that. I, I think this puts him in, in, the, in the number one pound for pound talks. You know... I asked somebody, I asked my friend uh, Chris Kelly, shout out little Chris, for his pound for pound list and it looked different than mine and we started talking about the disparities and we found out that you kind of have to clarify whether you're talking about pound for pound based on their resume or not. And my favorite example is Manny Pacquiao right now, maybe between eight and 12 pound for pound. All time, number two. Yeah. So how is the same guy, number two all time, but number 10 right now, he's still active. He's a little bit older. You know, you got to take all of those things into consideration. So we're talking about pound for pound. Loma doesn't have the resume right now. But yeah. if pound for pound is just what I think who the best fighter is right now, I still have Canelo three, three or four. Yeah, this is this is like a college football right now. The the committee rankings are coming out yeah. this week. Yeah. Um and you sometimes you look at the resume and some people look at the resume, think what they will, and some people look at just the eye test and see their latest fight they did this. Yeah. But Canelo looked on his best. He looked at as best. Yeah. And I mean, granted, we, we spoke about it. He had that little Floyd Mayweather thing where he lost a couple early rounds. Yeah. But a knockout's a knockout. I don't like anything besides better be a form. Uh, Next. I don't like anything else. All right. Let's get in. I mean, there's I some like bias there. There, there. Of course there is. But, but who else is not who else would you like to see him fight Charlo Andre? But who could beat? Canelo Alvarez. Who could... Um, Where's your list of guys that could potentially beat because they're better? Canelo Alvarez. Yeah. Near uh, his weight class. 
yeah, I think Better BF's on that list. Um, I, I would love to see a Triple G trilogy fight yeah. as well. Um, and, dude, Andrade, um, something. Yeah. That that dude needs to get going. He's 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 a bad man. He is. But uh, that that's gonna be interesting. Yeah. But all right. So so you obviously want better BF. Canelo. All right. I said early early in this show, single digit episodes, that better BF is the guy that was gonna beat Canelo Alvarez. I right, maybe you can talk to your man uh, Iceman John Scully and <laughs> see if see we can get them together. See what uh, Better BF's uh, contract situation is because Canelo's with the Zone. Better BF seems to be with top ranking ESPN. I'm looking if he were staying at light heavyweight. Bivol. He's oh. he's with the Zone. I I I I have that same reaction. But Canelo would would beat him. Yes. Bad. Like, yes. he's not ready. He hasn't fought the level of competition. We were talking about the top five light heavyweights and how he kind of got left out after these other two sets of two fought each other. Yeah. To bring him back in now to fight the top of the the king of the heap, that doesn't make sense. You did, He didn't fight the level of competition. not there yet. He's got to fight I, one of these guys that lost. I think... Most the fight I most want is the trilogy with Triple G, but other than that, using my uh, promoter hat and logically thinking about it, Bivol looks like the next logical. And I, I don't want to say that. I, no, I, I no. would rather see Better Biv. I'd rather see yeah. Vosdick. I'd rather see Charlo. I'd rather see Andrade. Andrade. Yeah. I, but that's what it looks like. Or uh, I don't Man, know. and if you're Canelo and take a fight with Bivol, it starts to look Floydish. Not to discredit what yeah. he's done here at all, but Kovalev's 36, you know, and now you're fighting. That's that Bivol is Floyd. When Floyd fought Canelo, Floyd was to Canelo as Canelo is now to Bivol. He's too young. He's not ready. He doesn't have the level of competition. All those things were true when Canelo fought Floyd. Okay. Well, and he got outpointed by a veteran, and that's what would happen to Bivol if he doesn't get stopped. I, I I think it's a little different. Canelo's just going after belts at that point. But um, and also, if you want to talk about Canelo picking and choosing his fights with this Kovalev fight, Kovalev's the one that called him out. Oh so. yeah. No, I know. I'm saying I'm saying that you're you know yeah. Slow. I, I understand. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's stick with this fight. Uh, another big fight, the co-main event. Ryan Garcia gets the first-round knockout over Romero. I don't know who you are. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, I, I was I was talking to my friend during this fight. Uh, it was a knockout. We were we were really watching the UFC, yeah. and I, I turned over. It was in between fights. Just bam, over. Yeah, fights done. But yeah. uh, th this kid. This Ryan Garcia kid is so good. He's got so much. Well, it seems like he has so much power, but I want to see him in a real. Yeah, test. exactly. His he's he's about a fight away from treading on Novatarate yeah. never a test territory because he really needs to step up. And um, I also found out we were we were kind of picking on R Roberto Dano, calling him I Dano. Yeah. It turns out that's a long U. So his name's pronounced Duno. <laughs> um, so I so I do know. That's which is hilarious to me. Well, I do Garcia not needs know to him, step up. So. <laughs> 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 All 
But uh, yeah, and I do know he got knocked out. Yeah, and watching the watching after that fight, it shows like the corruption in boxing. How Golden Boy. Uh, Oscar De La Hoya is getting in there, you hugging yeah. him, getting all happy, almost crying because yeah, yeah. he's so happy yeah. that Ryan Garcia like he knocked beat his... somebody. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, Oscar De La Hoya <laughs> is... Let's add him to the list. So we got Derevian Chanko. We have Eddie Hearn, the third person on that list, on the enemies of the show list. Oscar? Oscar De La Hoya. That dude just pisses me off so much. All right. Okay. Enough <laughs> of that. All right. Um, Katie Taylor became a two-weight world champion as she defended, defeated Christina Lenardio. Unanimous decision for the WBA super lightweight title. Eddie Hearn, our boy, called her a legend after the fight. She's now a five-time world champ. Two weight classes. She called out Cecilia Baracus, which is a heavier weight class. That's another jump up in weight. And Amanda Serrano, who's a seven-time world champion, who's also like a great female fighter in her own right. Unless Clarissa Shields cuts 40, 50 pounds, I don't see Katie Taylor losing any of these fights. She's no. She is fighting the cream of the crop and calling out the best fighters in the world. In a way, it's what I just said about Canelo. If he wants to prove he's the best, if he wants to beat the baddest man out there for him right now, it's not Bivol. You know, it's better BF. And she's yeah. calling out Serrano. That's the baddest chick and close to her weight class and the baddest girl bigger than she is let's get one of these fights going i love it she's yeah. uh she's this is a bad bad yeah she's yeah katie taylor's every, a real every time we talk about women's boxing here they, they there needs to be more light shined on it katie taylor's legitimate this this should have been on the undercard of this fight oh yeah canelo and kovlo sure. this should have been the co-main event i want to see ryan garcia sure knock some other dude oh down. absolutely but uh, yeah, this this needs a spotlight on it. And this was a good fight. It was. It was <laughs> a great fight, and uh, like we we talked about it last week in the Who You Got, who is the BMF of boxing? You could put Katie Taylor in the oh, conversation yeah. after Absolutely. what she's doing, and Shields and Taylor both have to belong somewhere in that conversation yeah. for pound for pound, sure. And uh, I mean, if you want to. If you want to have women's boxing grow, you got to put it in the spotlight at some point. Yeah. And Katie Taylor and Clarissa Shields are the best. And have earned their way into that spotlight. Let's be fair. They've got Olympic medals. They're undefeated. They ought to be, especially as willing as they are to fight the cream of the crop. They're not Ryan Garcia-ing their way through the lower levels as they work their way to the top. They want to fight the best girls out there yesterday. Yeah. And you got to respect them for that. All right. Now, also on the undercard of the Canelo Kovalev fight, we got a debut from Evander Holyfield Jr., Evan Holyfield, as he goes by. Made his debut headline in the prelims, and he beat uh, an amateur MMA fighter, Nick Winstead, via first round knockout. Um,. I I don't know how I how I feel about this fight. Uh, granted, this is his first; it's his pro debut. But an amateur MMA fighter, 
Yeah, he fought a nobody. Uh, he fought a guy that already did this once and lost. You know, had his little yeah. debut and was not a. Uh, not very impressive. No reason to think he was going to be competitive in this fight. Yeah. Did you see the fight? 16 yeah. seconds, they stopped it. And this, this was as routine a knockdown as I may have ever seen. I don't know why the fight was stopped. I don't know if the guy told the ref, hey, listen, if I take a few good shots, just wave it off, yeah. all right? I, I can't tell you for sure, but I know that the ref walked over there. The guy was fine. He got hit a few times hard and knocked down. They're boxing, though. Yeah. That was an awful, awful stoppage. Not that it was going to get competitive and this guy had any chance to win the fight. They never should have been in the ring to begin with. Yeah. But if you're going to put, put them in the ring and charge people to see them fight, the least you could do is let them fight. Yeah, I think... <clears throat> this was a mess. Yeah, the, there's something going on there. This obviously isn't his dad. In the, yeah. If his dad hit him and knocked him down, I, I'd say call it. Yeah, <laughs> but this is Evan Holyfield, not Evander. So uh, I, I am excited. He's obviously gonna get a push. He's obviously gonna get the Ryan Garcia never a test treatment. Yeah. So uh, I'm excited to see where he goes and uh, if he will show. I mean, 16 seconds is nothing. Yeah, yeah. So we haven't seen this. Yeah. Yet. So if he does show signs of being even a sliver of what his dad was this dude's got a great future ahead of him absolutely jamel charlo next fight against De dennis hogan changed from the scheduled fight date of december 7th on showtime to december 21st on fox so they pushed it back two weeks tony harrison's the only guy to beat charlo um he injured himself yeah. and so the rematch was canceled and now we have dennis hogan boxer x ha has him at number 15 which is okay, you know, like you lost the title, you're a little bit of a bounce back fight, but you're not bouncing yeah. way back. Also, also, At least it's somebody that can fight. Also, the movement of this fight date is pretty big. They were going to go head to head with uh, Ruiz and Joshua. Yeah. But then they said, nah, let's, go, let's move it back. And now it's free on Fox. You don't got to pay a, a Showtime subscription. You know what they so could have done is just have everybody at one of the fights wait until the <laughs> other fight's over. <laughs> well, I mean, it's in Saudi Arabia, right? So that is the time zone difference. Yeah, that could yeah. happen. But I mean, also. But yeah, put them on a different day. I mean, it seems so much easier yeah. to put them in a different day, a different time slot. You know, yeah. if 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 Canelo and Alvarez had gotten a ring six, seven, eight o'clock, people are gonna watch it the same way as if it was ten, eleven, twelve. Sometimes they don't get out there till one thirty. It doesn't seem to affect the pay per view numbers yeah. too badly when it care when it drags out like that. So just push one of these an hour or two one way or another so that we don't end up doing that again. Because as a fan, if you're a fan of one or the other, what if like tennis was like that and there was a soccer game? And like, I mean, at some point, people don't care. Yeah. I'm, I'm at that show. I'm not watching the UFC on my phone. I'm just spending yeah. that 20 minutes looking around like, where the hell are the fighters? Are we about to do something here or what? Can we get those two guys in there? They're arguing. Let's get yeah. them in <laughs> see what happens. You know, something. Yeah, uh, I saw some cats getting frisky outside. They were about to go out, and I might go watch that burn up this twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I think they could have kept it on December seventh because uh, Saudi Arabia, like I said, it it is a time zone adjustment. 
WWE just had their show at Saudi Arabia, and that started at like one o'clock. And at that show in Saudi Arabia, Tyson Fury won his WWE debut via countout slash knockout. If you're unfamiliar with the WWE rules, it's a 10 uh, second countout if you're outside of the ring. Uh, Tyson Fury hit the guy with a punch and uh, he was stumbling, couldn't get in to in the, back in the ring for ten, uh, 10 seconds. So it was a knockout slash countout, a boxing knockout, but just outside the ring. But what really is uh, interesting here is WWE wrestlers got stuck in Saudi Arabia due to a dispute between the crown prince of Saudi Arabia and Vince McMahon. And uh, due to payment over uh, events, uh, WWE's had two events this year, and apparently they have received no payment for those. And uh, could this lead to complications with Andy Ruiz versus Joshua too? It it should. Yeah, <laughs> I think it should. Hey, and to be fair, this sound this sounds like a, a comic book. Or some kind of cartoon or something that people yeah. are putting together. So, W, just to get this straight, WWE wrestlers are stuck in Saudi Arabia because of disputes between the crown prince and Vince yeah. McMahon. Yeah. Tell me this doesn't sound like a cartoon. I know. This is the intro line. This is a trailer for, a, for an animated superhero movie yeah <laughs> what the hell is going on should we do we want to keep dealing with this I if you want anthony joshua and andy i know there's people who probably want andy ruiz stuck in saudi arabia and anthony joshua so maybe we maybe it shouldn't cause any complications maybe that's what we should do is take navarate and garcia <laughs> and, may, and sign them on a card in saudi arabia maybe they won't come back yeah i mean uh <laughs> Apparently, the story goes, they were they were all on the plane. WWE had a show the next day in Buffalo. So they were already rushing, getting on the plane. Then Vince McMahon uh, aired his disgrievances towards the Crown Prince. And the Crown Prince just had his people take all the WWE superstars just off the plane and said they could not go. Oh my God! So you I ever mean, see the terminal with Tom Hanks? Yeah, they, the, the terminal too with Tyson Fury. Just yeah. punch dudes in tights, just <laughs> running around, spotty slamming passengers and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so this is interesting. Um, I don't know. Flights I, I, delayed. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> I feel like Vince McMahon and the Crown Prince had a good relationship. I don't know how good Eddie Hearn's relationship is with the Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia. There, there have been other boxing matches in Saudi Arabia, so so we will see. I, I don't want any complications or anything like this to happen. Yeah, that sounds crazy. But um, yeah, so let's hope everything works out in the end. All right, uh, Thursday, November seventh on the Zone. This Thursday, there's a double main event live from Japan as Noya Inayu. And Nonito Donaire looked to unify the Alphabet Bantamweight titles as Noya's brother Takuma Inu challenges WBC Bantamweight champ Nordine Ubali. This should be interesting. This, if you like smaller fighters and volume punches, this is going to be awesome. Nonito Donaire has been around for a while. This is one of my favorites. And um, 
on box rack, this is one versus three and four versus five. So hooray, hell of a card. Good job, guys. That's what we should be doing, you know, figuring out who the best guy is. Yeah, I I think box uh, smaller fighters suffer the same problem as women fighters. People, they they just don't want to see it for some reason. But also they're not getting the push. Like, why can't these two be on the Saturday card? The, the here, the, this upcoming Saturday card, which uh, we'll, we'll get into in a little bit, but also uh, Noea Onayu, he, he's getting a lot of buzz for being number one pound for pound, or in that talks. So, it, if you are a boxing sense. fan, watch this fight. Yeah, because this is, I mean, the younger guys, I mean, the, the smaller guys. Just pure boxing skill. Well, and if you gave them five, seven, eight, nine rounds, put even even like five, even if you push them into five, the volume that they're going to exert in those five, like it's going to be a crazy five rounds. But 12, if nobody's getting knocked out, I say it all yeah. the time, we're there for 47 minutes, yeah. guys. From first punch to last punch, we're there 47 minutes. That's no intros, nothing. That's an hour of fight. It's two hours for two fights. Part of the allure of the fights when they come up on your video feed is you never know when they're going to end. Yeah. You find yourself staring at a street fight for eight minutes like, I didn't know it was going to be like this. <laughs> could end in 16 seconds like Holyfields or it could go on forever. All right. And I mentioned the Saturday uh, fights uh, on November 9th, this Saturday, live from the zone. Billy Joe Saunders puts his WBO super middleweight title on the line against Marcelo Esteban Conoceres. And uh, that same night, Alfredo Santiago challenges WBC lightweight champion Devin Haney. Now, these are good fights, neither of which is the main event. Uh, Devin Haney, like, I want to see this kid fight uh, Lomachenko. And I, I just love Billy Joe Saunders. That's that's another name. Him against Canelo? Tell me you want to love that fight. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I just, I mean, the kid he's fighting is number 43. I can't yeah. I can't see it. It's you know, when you say they're fighting for a world title, whenever I see the champ versus anybody with a number past five, it's like why are they getting a title shot? There better be a real they better be GSP coming out of retirement type. Yeah. You know, to to be getting that shot, what did yeah. you do to earn that shot that you're ranked forty three and got that title shot? And Haney, guy you're fighting thirty one. These like I face palmed when they signed these fights. Like, what do you? Wh- why does that guy get the shot? There, yeah. I mean, I like, <clears throat> I like Saunders and I like Haney, but they're both going to win these fights, and uh, I don't think that's going to be a really competitive card. Most competitive no. ca- fight on that card might be uh, oh, KSI on a different card. Oh no, that is the card. That's, Same card, yeah. yeah. Logan Paul and KSI. This that might be the most competitive fight on this card. Yeah, I mean, this is why they gave him the forty something and the whatever other ranked guy to him. Because if they gave him like a one, a two, a four, They're anyone top, main event. that's got to be the main event. Yep. They want to put KSI and Logan Paul in the main event. So yep. this is a this will be a nice, easy, early fight. 
Yeah. You watch the co you watch the co main event, you watch the Devin Haney fight before that, you turn it off and you don't give them your money for KSI <laughs> and Logan Paul. Cause I I don't I don't care what I don't care if you're fans of the you can't support this. <laughs> I love that you're so fired you, up about it. Cause I kind of do. I kind I, in in some sense I do. It should just be a different card. You guys are yes, beginners, yes. so you should be on a separate card. But the, the this is a hordes of non-boxing fans care about this. Yes, Tyson Fury. Again, separate WWE from boxing. If you ever hold off a boxing event for a WWE event, people are going to be pissed <laughs> that are at that boxing that. event. UFC is a little bit different. But anyways, uh, Tyson Fury and now KSI and Logan Paul, mad non-boxing fans caring about things that happen in boxing. As, as boxing, as a sport, isn't that what we're looking to do? Get people involved that may not have looked that direction, that may not have been involved before? Yes, I understand that. But as a boxing fan, you don't want to watch it on the same card with your no. actual no. Billy Joe Saunders yes. boxers. Yeah, no, I get it. Tyson Fury was not the main event of that WWE card. He, there was no belt online. There was no, yeah. He wasn't the main event. He was in the middle of the card. All right. All shits and giggles. Everyone understood that. Which kind of made sense. This yeah. They're taking it legitimately. Yeah. Like, this is a real fight. This is their pro debut. And they're on the zone. Look, yeah. Go back and look at I guess they had another fight. I don't know. Yeah. But go back. Put that back on YouTube. You guys are YouTubers. Put yeah. it on YouTube. Make more money there. <laughs> Don't bring it to the zone. Don't disrespect the name of Billy Joe Saunders and Devin Haney. To put them on the undercard. No, I agree. This is ridiculous. I agree. It's absurd. It's stupid. I think we're both right. <laughs> I think we're both right. Um, the, their fans are little kids. No, no, no one's. But beginners. Going, set them up as beginners and let them fight as beginners. I understand yeah. that. But no one's. Imagine a 10-year-old going up, Mommy, the, my two favorite YouTubers are fighting. <laughs> Can I buy that fight? They identify as good boxers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Enough of this. Okay. Watch Haney. Watch Billy Joe Saunders. Turn off the zone. Uh, I'd say delete the app, cancel your dis uh, subscription, but you got to keep it for Ruiz and Joshua. All right. Also, another notable fight to talk about on ESPN Plus, Jamel Herring and Lamont Roach Jr., what a name, are set to battle for Herring's WBO Junior Lightweight title. Should be interesting. Um, it's the same night. Watch, watch Billy Joe Saunders and Devin Haney. Then switch, then switch over to ESPN Plus. There you go. Where you can get a title fight. There you go, boxing fans. I just solved the problem of KSI and Perfect. the ball for you. Got something to watch during that fight. Yes, and uh, so yeah, that should be great. Uh, yeah, and that Herring Roach Jr. fight should be good. Yeah. All right. Before we move on. I would like to take the moment to uh, shout out Keys to the City. We are yes. we are joined. Uh, we are they are part of the Clovercrest Media Group family. 
If you want to check them out, you can follow them on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Keys to the City. They go live on Facebook every Tuesday and Friday. Check them out. If you're a sports fan, they are two brothers who just love to talk sports. It's a great show. Yeah, they're, they're brothers. So yes. they 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 walk in passionate and and on edge, you know, from time yeah. to time. They they enter the show but they're brothers. That's how yeah, it works. I, I even I was I was <laughs> it's good show. watching and I was commenting in and I got Trevor pretty pissed off dude, <laughs> a couple weeks ago. But uh, if you're an NBA fan, NFL fan, college football fan, they talk about it all. MLB. So if you are a sports fan in general, check that out. They live stream every Tuesday and Friday. And you can also catch it on all the other podcast platforms as well as clovercrestmedia.com. Now, let's wrap up the show like we always do. And Jared, hit me with that flurry. If you are one of those jackasses that are saying that, let me preface this first by saying I've spent a good portion of my life bringing people to the sport of boxing. And I had a moment yesterday where I was like, we don't want you. Now my Scrub Scraps program, um, autistic, depressed, addicted, all comers, like whoever you are and whatever you've been through, there's a spot for you and there's a matchup you can win. Whoever's the weakest, most vulnerable person on the planet that couldn't win a fight against anybody, if they, they practice this game for a week or two, they'll beat the next guy on that list. So there's no, there, everybody can kind of be matched up and do this. And it's the premise for everything I've done over the last 15 years is that anybody can kind of do this if you give them the right matchup and minimal amount of required training. And I really got to a point where I was like, we don't want, boxing doesn't want you. And it's these people that are saying Kovalev took a dive that this fight was somehow scripted. Have you seen this? I haven't. Why do you go, it's a, go on, go on to some of the Facebook, type in Facebook groups, go to boxing, look at any one of them. There are conspiracy theorists out there and drones talking about how this was, there's a YouTube where his knees didn't touch the ground, but then they touched the ground because he fell into the ropes. Why on earth would you take punches from Canelo Alvarez for 11 rounds? to fall on the ground and it like it's the it's the most if you are one of these people louding this trash please please for yourself stop <laughs> boxing does not want you as fans was the first thing that ran through yeah. my head we don't want because that's it discredits canelo it discredits kovalev and it discredits the punishment that we've, we've learned this year three times that these guys yes. are putting their lives at risk when they go in there. To say that he, I, you know, take, take that, anybody who said that he took a dive, take that right hand. Just the last one. None of the punches that rocked him leading up to it, but just that last straight right hand, take that punch and don't take a dive. That's what I wanna see you do because 99% of us are diving from that one punch alone. We're taking the dive. And by that, I mean lights out. Yeah. <clears throat> that's, Kovalev took a dive. That's absurd. That's ridiculous. I, I haven't heard this. Like, 
I, I just calmed oh, down from hurts. KSI and Logan Paul, and now you're bringing this. Crazy, crazy. It takes everything I have not to go, you know, to get into it with people that are obviously trolls, you know. Most yes. of it's trolling, but there is some real... I've seen it too many times just to be a couple trolls. This has turned into a full-blown conspiracy theory that Kovalev somehow, they scripted this whole thing for Canelo and everybody it's... knew ahead of time. And Kovalev fought his ass off. He realized early on that this was a stronger guy than he wanted yeah. to stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with. Started fighting a little bit off his back foot and then hung in there for 11 rounds. And I had him winning the fight so far, 6-4, when he got knocked out. So... You know, if you're going to go take a dive, you don't take a lot of punishment before you do it. No. You get all the way to the end and then get knocked out one more. I didn't want to do that last round. Let's knock me out in the 11th round. Who like this? It's just so it's. And there, if you go into those chat groups, you're going to find a lot of dumbasses. But this is this is this is one of the most ridiculous things that I've seen repetitively spewed up people trying to discredit canelo by saying kovalev took a dive also i mean stupid the disrespect you're putting on canelo's name kovalev's name like the sport of boxing that was the only part like i said earlier that was the only part of the broadcast that was good was the fight i've been sickened before how they were handing it to canelo in the verbiage before the fight even took yeah. place as if he'd already won the only four time there has never been one you know, there may be tonight, but we don't know that yet because he still has to, you know, and then afterward getting this, like. It's and also, uh, Kovalev's corner man talking, was getting interviewed during the fight, and he's like, this is Vegas, so I don't know how the scorecards look. Yeah, but yeah, he yeah. was getting robbed on the scorecards. Yes, yes, I, I agree. But that's just ridiculous, talking about conspiracies and boxing's boxing it's one of the it, it, it's it's i i, I don't know it, it, this <laughs> leaves me speechless it's ridiculous you're putting all the disrespect on both these guys put like disrespecting what they've done look at yeah. both their careers look at what they've done like this well then you've never boxed if you say that yes. you don't understand what it takes to do what they're doing if you have any concept of what they're putting their bodies through, you know that those first, you know, 45 minutes, 40 minutes would have been enough for him to, if he was going to dive, he'd have done it, you know, in the first 10 yeah. or 20 and not waited 42 minutes. Yeah, not taking the shots to the, the body. He, oh, my God. Which there are, there are legitimate studies shown that a shot to the body could be worse than a shot to the head. Yeah. So... For, first off with that Also if you want to see someone take a dive Go watch Tyson Fury in WWE That guy took a dive Because it's WWE <laughs> Those are dives This That's is a real like. knockout this, this knockout looked better than Ryan Garcia's knockout Yeah, yeah. What are you talking about Wild. A dive Wild yeah Yeah well, and that's where I was. That's why I came up for the flurry because I, I was, I had to talk about it somewhere. I had to let that out somewhere. If you're one of those people, just stop. I'm going to stop short of saying boxing doesn't want you as fans, but knock it off. You sound ridiculous. You're, you're, you're making it obvious that you follow boxing, 
but you're not really ever involved. You're the guy outside the ring screaming what everybody should do and never the guy inside the ring doing it and never have been and probably never will. They're the guy every fight this guy got robbed. Whether it was a cl- oh, close yeah. fight. I'm a fan of this guy, so everything he does is gold. Yeah. Yeah. So to them, I say it's hard to type with gloves on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap them up and you won't be able to talk all that smack. It's ridiculous. Yeah. The society, the trolls. So, um, all right. I, I need to get out of here before I you're lose my mind. It. Before we get back here next week, you're going to see people talking about a dive from Kovalev. Oh, my goodness. It'll come up on your feet, I promise. All right. Okay. Let's get out of here before I my brain melts of <laughs> anger. But uh, thank you guys for watching on Facebook Live. Thank you guys for listening on all the different platforms that we have. Make sure if you do not like or follow us, you like us on Facebook as well as follow us on Twitter. And this this podcast has been brought to you by Clovercrest Media Group. Uh, well, great podcasting group. If you're interested in making your own podcast, uh, go to clovercrestmedia.com. You can also find our podcast and any other Clovercrest podcast on clovercrestmedia.com. So check that out too. There's a, we mentioned Keys to the City. There's a hard-hitting wrestling show that I am also a part of. There's hard-hitting college football, which I'm also a part of. Drawing about the G-Men, Giants football podcast I'm also a part of. There's also the Roll Call, Yankees podcast. There's an assortment, a cavalcade of podcasts for all your podcasts. God, I needs. like that G-Man show is good too. Thank you. NFL fans. That's a good show. All right. So check that out. Um, thank you guys for watching and listening. And we hope to see you next time.